All righty. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Modcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Perry, with your other host, Tyler Bedson. Tyler, what kind of animal do you feel like today? Well, I've been thinking about this all morning, honestly, and I was like, <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me this question. So today, I feel like a dolphin. A dolphin? Why do you feel like a dolphin? Yeah. Well, because, you know, I got my nice head clean shave yesterday, so I'm just super smooth. It is like smooth. a dolphin. Judd, yeah. dolphins are the only other mammal besides humans that have recreational sex. That's terrifying. I went to Hawaii one time and I was I heard that the dolphins would sometimes like to play with the people and play jokes on them and that made me scared of dolphins. They're clever. They're clever. What was the, wasn't there a comedian too that he said like dolphins will try to have sex with people? Yeah, that's true. They try to hump for a fact. They're horny little things, you know? Yeah. So that, that's a terrifying animal if we really, really think about it. Yeah. I feel like a kind of feel like a leopard seal. Like but when they're leopard when seal. they're when they're babies and they're still furry, you know what I mean? Like, oh, those are like kind of cute, dude. I, I mean, fun fun fact: I used to donate to the Seal Foundation when I was a child. Like, <laughs> like, like I'd get an allowance, or I'd get like birthday money in the card, and I'd like I'd literally like be like, "All right, I want to donate to the Seal Foundation." <laughs> <laughs> when I was when I was a kid, I was obsessed with penguins. I used to want to be a marine biologist. I don't know how this has turned into like marine biology based conversation, but here we are, and. uh in the second grade, my parents paid for me to go to the Knoxville Zoo and visit a penguin named Jello. And I got at the end to pet Jello. And apparently, penguins are very temperamental and they get very frustrated about things, which I, I relate to. And I went to go pet Jello, and Jello bit me. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And the people at the zoo were like really afraid that we we're going to sue or something. And so they just gave me like a bunch of free t-shirts and slush puppies and stuff and like a free year pass. So it was like the coolest day of my life, like to this yeah, day, probably. Awesome. Yeah. I was bit like, by a penguin and now I get all this free stuff. That's like, awesome. Second grade Chris was like, this is so sick, you know? <laughs> um, but anyways, so today uh, I feel as if it's fitting for a holiday weekend. We're going to talk about... Our stances on alcohol, partying, and, you know, correlation to bodybuilding, kind of that balance. So what what are your thoughts on drinking when it comes to bodybuilding? Well, we'll start off pretty simple here, and we'll, we'll get really into this. Uh, as far as, like, physique goes, if you're trying to build a very solid physique, I think alcohol needs to kind of be cut in a way, you know? But... At the same time, I feel like if you can do it in very strict moderation, you can still get progress. Mm -hmm. um, like I, I personally enjoy a few drinks every now and then. Um, what I drink drastically changes based on the situation of what I'm trying to do. Like if I'm just doing like a mini cut or in it's summertime, you know, I will probably choose something more light mm -hmm. and I'll be more strict on how many times I drink. Um, if it's, you know, a holiday event on the other hand like christmas time and i'm with my family and my dad decides to pull out a nice bottle of bourbon and he wants to me to have a pour with him i'm not going to be like no i can't have that yeah you know so i think alcohol in moderation is, is fine i really do mm -hmm. i think a lot of people preach against it now which which i understand like me and you both discussed this before in contest prep absolutely none like yeah. it should be absolutely cut. You should not even be thinking about having alcohol, mm -hmm. but outside of prep, um, you know, improvement season, or if you're just a general nutrition client, a lot of us like to enjoy alcohol. And I mean, I think 
it's completely fine as long as you aren't going overboard. For sure. It's it's finding that balance. And I think that's where alcohol becomes a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Like I am somebody who I'm kind of in the same boat, right? Like prep is obviously a different circumstance. But I also, I love this. I love fitness. But as time has gone on in my life and I've lost loved ones, I've learned that like the time spent with loved ones is really important. And I don't want to be like, like you said, like if I'm an off season and it's like Thanksgiving and my dad wants to have a drink with me, I'm not going to be the asshole that says no, because in that case, it's a drink, right? And it's with my father for an occasion, right? Like, or when I come visit you and Lauren, we go to dinner and I, we have a couple drinks, like in the yeah. grand scheme of thing, that's not going to hinder progress, right? Like I just, you know, this couple days ago, I went to Knoxville. I got to see three of my closest friends and we haven't been in the same general setting in nearly two years because we all live across the United States and it's just life is crazy, whatever. And we had a lake house party, right? And so like I had some drinks because I'm there with my best friends. I'm not going to sit there and just be like, no, I can't do that, dude. You know what I mean? Like that kind of transitions into like what I do in that case, you know, even though like we're now in an improvement season where, you know, I just made sure, you know, for for the most part, like I tried to stay as hydrated as I could because I was outside all day. So I drank like out of my gallon jug, right? I was that douchebag who kind of like would sneak it around. So I had, a, I had a probably a gallon before I even got to Knoxville because I left super early in the morning. And then I had another gallon throughout the day. I had like probably three or four Gatorade Zeros. Um, and then I had a PD light before I went to bed. And so I woke up and I didn't feel like death and I can kind of do everything that I needed to, right? But then during, I just stuck to like seltzers and if I had liquor, it was clear. And I didn't have any like chasers or anything like that. And my weight didn't change, right? Like I'm okay. So, but on the, on the, on the flip end, you know, I've, I've had the issue before where, you know, drinking, like I'll hang out with my buddies. We start, we go out Friday night, then we go to brunch on Saturday and then it's an all day thing. And then, Oh, now we're out Saturday night. Now it's Sunday. Like very often have I ended up in benders because, the people pleaser in me can't say no and can't be like, oh, guys, I got to go. But those are the occasions where it's like an off season. During prep, my friends know. They're like, don't even. Yeah, that's the thing is like, you know, during prep, I, I kind of tell my friends, like, you probably won't see me very much. Yeah. Um, and that's just because, you know, I am not able to go out. I don't I don't really enjoy uh, going out to bars and stuff no. like that. No. Uh, I think part of what makes going out to the bars fun is, you know, drinking alcohol. Yeah. So, so I just, it's to me, if I'm going out to a bar and I'm completely sober, I'm just, I'm in the way. Like I'm a a wide individual and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching some people. I don't have as much uh, patience with some people either. Mm -hmm. So that's a key thing there. But one thing I will say is like, I think the choice of drink, like you said, is probably one of the key things. Cause you know, a lot of people, when they like to drink, they like to not taste alcohol at all. Yeah. So in reality, you know, I always have to tell people like you, you can't have these pina coladas and, you know, daiquiris and all these sugary drinks. You need to start going with something that's going to be better for your physique goals. Mm-hmm. So my, my personal favorite, as far as like, if I'm, cutting and I can still drink like I'm not in competition prep you know I'm just trying to look good during the summer mm-hmm. is I will go with a like a, a Tito's and soda water with lime and I may suggest to add some Mio 
Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. Pork, a little bit of crystal light packet, which, you know, they got all sorts of flavors now, but it, it's a very light drink. It tastes good and it, yeah. you know, gets you fucked up. It's what you're trying to do. You, <laughs> yeah. you, feel, you feel good. Um, that, like you said, hard seltzers are good. Mm-hmm. Like a, a high noons, uh, white claws, trulies. Yeah. Uh, there's like, well, I don't know how many seltzers now. They're all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. Um, those, and then uh, my, my personal favorite drink, though, let, I'm a big on, we, we, I live in Kentucky, first of yeah. all, for anybody that didn't know. I, I've, I've lived in Kentucky for like over 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Bourbon is huge in Kentucky. Yeah. So a lot of my friends collect bourbon. A lot of my friends are what you would call bourbon connoisseurs. I do not know nearly as much as some people I know about bourbon, mm-hmm. but I, I know how to enjoy it. Uh, so my personal favorite drink, if I'm enjoying something, is a, an old-fashioned Mm, yeah you know, yeah and that's what you know i consider you know it's july 4th weekend we had some friends in town uh from out of town last night we went out to dinner and i ordered me uh, an eagle rare old-fashioned mm-hmm. and i had two of those but you know that's where i cut it off at yeah, it, yeah. it's only when to cut it off is the biggest thing um and no i'm I, like i'm in a similar place like for me like if i'm like at dinner with you, it's like gin and tonic, right? That's like my favorite drink. I'm very much my father's son in that right because that's his favorite drink. Um, but I'm kind of the same way, dude. Like when I went to the liquor store on the way, like on the way to this party, I got Tito's and Trulies because like it does the yeah. job. I know what I'm like. I know what I'm here to do. You know what I mean? Like there's there's yeah. a, there's a job here that needs to be accomplished, and this is going to be the way to get there most efficiently. Um, and not go ape shit. And then within that too, I think like another thing a lot of people run into when they start drinking is then they want to start eating. Right. And I get that. Right. Like I, I've been that guy before. And that was one thing too. Like now granted, I'm not sitting there like weighing food out at this party. Right. But I'm just going for protein. Right. Like that is all I'm going after at this point. Like we grilled burgers. I was literally just eating like just burgers, like just the patty with like whatever. And then like there was like vegetables and stuff and like fruit. So I'm trying to stick to like better things than just like chips and cookies and all these other things that were prevalent, you know? And I was just trying to make, again, it's just like, I'm, and this is the thing I try to teach is like teach enough balance, but not to where you're OCD. Cause at that point it's, I don't think it's benefiting you right where you're sitting there and you're like, okay, there are, you know, like how how many grams of fat is this is this 93 seven ground beef or is this what is the, you know what i mean like it, i don't know what it was i don't necessarily care because i also got like twenty five thousand steps that day right and also like again it didn't i didn't want to ruin my psyche and being obsessive compulsive and walking on eggshells the whole time i was there just to relax and have fun yeah you know? um See- one thing I will say is I've gotten a lot better about that over time because I used to be so concerned about like if I was drinking, like I needed to cut all my other food out and like yeah. cut carbs. And honestly, I've gotten a lot better about that, man, because I've been like, you know what? I, it's a lot better for me for to eat all my food and then start drinking. Yeah. I think that, that that's the best route to go. And I always try to tell people to do that. I'm like, finish all your meals for the day and then start drinking about maybe 30 minutes to an hour after that. Mm hmm. You know, in most occasions, people don't start drinking till nighttime, you know, yeah. if they're going out. So that that's one thing that's helped me tremendously because I don't I think it's kind of odd to like, you know, cut out your your nutritious foods. Like 
I'll see people cutting out protein or carbs of like healthy foods to replace with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just kind of like detrimental to your health in a way. Like you're, you're adding in a, a, a like empty calorie with no nutritious, no, no nutrition at all. And you're replacing like your uh, chicken with that or your sweet yeah. potato. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that, that could probably make you feel worse as far as performance benefits. Mm hmm. You know, you're you're wondering why the next day you feel like trash, and it's like, well, you replaced a hundred of your carbs with alcohol. Yeah, it's like you're malnourished and dehydrated now. Yeah, that's why I feel you like decided shit. to make alcohol your calories for the day. Which I yeah. see a lot of influencers doing that, and I've just never understood it, man. Like, no. like I don't, I don't want my clients replacing their, you know, food with alcohol. Well, it it shouldn't be a in my opinion, and again, this goes back to it, it, it is a conversation of expectations of, okay, you want to achieve X physique goal in X amount of time. The more frequently you drink between now and whatever expectation you've given yourself is just going to further lengthen the timeline, right? Yeah. If you want, like I've got guys that they want to drink and I'm like, cool, man, as long as you're aware of, and I give them the whole scientific spiel as to what alcohol is doing. Um, if you, if you can't accept that this is going to slow progress and that doesn't bother you, then fine. I'm not going to, again, we're all humans. We all have our things. I understand within reason. Again, it's all about balance in my opinion. But if you, if you just need, I say need in quotations to have a drink at dinner during your free meal with your, with your family, whatever, cool. That's fine. But if you're going on a two or three day bender and then it takes you two or three days to recover and then you have two good days of a, your, you know, your plan and then you're right back in a bender, you're never going to see progress. Yep. The number one reason why I see people that stall in progress or they plateau or, you know, they, they regress is usually alcohol. Yeah. And I find it, it's like, you know, people, what they'll do is they'll come home and they think, oh, I, I can have a drink a night. Like, I've had I've had clients who have a bottle of wine every night, yeah. Or they have a bourbon pour every single night, or they have two beers every single night, and it's like they will never admit to that in their check ins because they don't see it as a problem, yeah. And then you finally talk to them about it, and you're like, hey, like if you cut the alcohol out, you'd probably see results. And I've seen people get very fast results just by cutting the alcohol down or out of their diet because a lot of people use it so often as like a uh, relaxation thing or it's just like part of their lifestyle choice at this part point mm -hmm. and it's like they don't see how much it's affecting their physique yeah yeah a so, lot of people aren't aware you know and yeah. it's we talk about the two it's like you look at i mean you look at a, a, a number of things but like you said like a couple of beers especially if they're just like they're not lights like if they're just like whatever like cores heavy or whatever it may be or butt heavy like you drink a couple of beers every night that's like I mean, it's a couple thousand calories a week, right? Yeah, like that adds up very quickly. And like alcohol on like a physiological level isn't doing, and I say this like as a general blanket statement, there are caveats depending on the sourcing. Like in general, if you're just drinking beers every night, you're not, it's not benefiting you and your physique goals in virtually any manner, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's where it just comes back to it. It's like, okay, do you, what matters more to you? Does does getting a buzz from a couple beers at the end of the night matter more? Or does like getting to your physique goal a little bit quicker and more efficiently 
matter more. And then it's just a matter of deciding that and then accepting it because you can't take both. And that's where I get frustrated with certain people where it's like, no, nah, man, like you, I'm going to present all of the information to you and I'm going to play devil's advocate of both sides and you do with that what you will and you get to reap the, you know, the consequences of those actions, those decisions, because ultimately it's a decision to do that. You don't have to. We don't have to do any of this, but we choose to. So yeah, that's the thing, man, is like I've had to have some serious talks with clients because like fortunately for me, I have a lot of clients that are very transparent. You know, at this point, they tell me exactly what they're doing. They'll be like, hey, I had this many drinks this day, this day, this day. And I've had to tell someone like, hey, you need to cut that down or like cut that out because it's affecting your results. Mm-hmm. And normally having those serious talks, they'll cut it down and they realize it. But I think the biggest issue, too, is with people is whenever you're going too hard with the alcohol. Yeah. Like, you know, those nights where you stay up till 3 a.m. and you've been drinking all night. And then I have people and they'll go get a Waffle House or Taco Bell afterwards. And then the next day they're so hungover, they don't eat anything. Mm-hmm. They don't train and they don't drink any water. And for some people like, OK, I'm I'm 30 years old now. If I try to do shit like that now, mm-hmm. it affects me for like two or three days. Yeah. You know, like I can get back on my diet and I drink my water again, but I'll go to the gym and I'm like, oh my God, why do I feel like trash? Yeah. And I don't, I don't think people realize how much that affects things. So if you are drinking so much that it's infecting your entire next day, you definitely went overboard. Like that's mm-hmm. not going to do anything good for you at all. Like that's something to really think about. Like binge drinking, it does not go with any type of physique goal. You're going to just crush yourself there. Yeah. I think the frequency in which that happens, like I, I'm in a position in life now where I got a lot of my binge drinking out of my system pretty young. Um, I was introduced to alcohol like junior year of high school and I thought I was like pretty, pretty sick. Right. Cause I got to, I was hanging out with like a bunch of college kids just drinking and stuff. And, um, so very quickly I realized that alcohol is not that cool because I was, you know, like I said, I did that and then I bartended too. So I was dealing with drunk assholes all day. So now I'm in a position where it's like bodybuilding matters more. And so I don't drink. I drink maybe four times a year at this point. You know what I mean? Like sometime during the summer, I get to see all my best friends. We have a weekend together. Um, Halloween, New Year's, maybe one other time in between that as far as like drinking. And then, like, if I see you guys, like, I'll have a drink at dinner, right? So it's like I can count almost on my left hand how many times I drink on an annual basis at this point in my life. It's been far more before, right? And it's been far more aggressive. And I've got wild stories about it, me being a stupid idiot. But now I'm in a position where it's like I know that what I did a couple days ago didn't affect me because I weighed in when I got home. Like, I got home last night. Weighed in this morning, did my cardio, everything looks the same, weight held. I'm ready to train. I feel fine today. I'm excited to train. Versus I've been in the position where, you know, I get alcohol poisoning, which has happened, and then I can't train for like a week. Okay, well, I've wasted a week. Wait, I say wasting a day as in the day that I drank is a lot different than I drank, I'm hungover the next day, I still kind of feel like shit the following day, my nutrition hasn't been good for three or four days, so performance is definitely going to dip at that point, and then I'm playing an uphill battle for the rest of the week. So a week is vastly different. That's that's a To me, it's a chunk of time, 
in the grand scheme of things when you only have 52 of them in a year. Exactly. That's the thing is a lot of people don't realize, like, in my opinion, is alcohol is most often going to get you further away from your goals. Yes. Uh, in, in my honest opinion, the less alcohol somebody drinks, the better results they are going to get. Yeah. And and that's just the, the bottom line. You know, like I, I see a lot of people trying to bend around alcohol when that's the one of the main issues in the first place. Like, uh, for example, you get a lot of clients and they're trying to go for gut health protocols or they have issues like hormonally and anything like that. And they're getting on these strict, strict diets to help with that. But then they'll still go out and have a, gl a glass of wine or they'll still go out and have some shots of tequila on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they understand that that's preventing any of that from working. Yeah. So it's basically like I, I see so many people and they're wasting money on coaching because they can't stop drinking. Yeah, yeah. It, it's counterintuitive. It's counterproductive. And it's like we keep saying, it's like it's not the best thing for you. And if you want what's best for you, just like understand the sacrifice you have to make. Like drastic change requires drastic change. If yep. you look at it, and it's very, it, it should be a very simple introspective conversation with yourself. If you look at your current habits and you don't like how you look, you look at all the habits and you figure out which of those that you can change, you change them and you look better, guess what? That habit was the problem. A lot of times it's drinking. I'd say almost yeah. every time it's drinking if that's one of the things that you do on a consistent basis. In my opinion, I always tell people this. If you're in a prep situation, you're trying to cut, and you want to do something recreationally, go smoke some weed. Yeah, like, big on that. It, it go, like I don't smoke like I used to when I was younger mm -hmm. but I know plenty of pros that smoke daily all throughout the day and are all the way up to the Olympia level so yes yeah I, I think that if you're going to want to do something that alters your mind state go go with THC I think it's a, it's always the better choice and I'm not saying like if it's if it's illegal in your area you know that's on you but you know I have a lot of clients out in California, Nevada, you know, and other places where it's legal. And, you know, that that's it's easy to get. It doesn't have calories as long as you're not eating edibles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and it and it gets it makes you feel good and you'll have a good time. And I think it's a lot better choice than, you know, abusing alcohol. For sure. For sure. And Delta eight is really cool, guys, you know, and it's perfectly legal. So I'm, a, I'm on the same boat of that. That's kind of more my fancy that's what i prefer in general and i have for like the last decade yeah. um i'm kind of also the person man like i've never been like one to i always have to have an occasion for why i am drinking i don't like i don't know if i've ever drank alone at home by myself um but i also don't like going to bars like it's like you said like i've i'm weird about it because i am a bigger person somebody always has to try to challenge me in a public setting and I don't it's weird I, it's like guys out in bars like if you're if they see a male that's bigger than them you always have a guy that like tries to challenge you or like they get like this weird jealousy type thing where they like pull their girl in and they're like and, and it's odd because like you and me are some of the nicest people like yeah. I mean I, I'll talk to anybody yeah and I've went out to bars before with like buddies of mine that are even bigger than me and we've had problems with people where I'm just like why is this happening like yeah. so I, like uh going out and partying is just not like it's something i used to enjoy i guess when i was in college 
I think from the time when I was like 21 till about 23, I used to do that. And I thought it was fun. You know, I'd go out on the weekend. And nowadays, like, I just, I just don't think I can do it anymore, man. Like, it's just, wow. it's a lot to think about. Being out past midnight sounds awful. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God. You know? Yeah. And, and, and for the goals that we have in mind, it's just, I think losing sleep is not worth it. Yeah. I um, I am very much a hermit at my ripe old age of 24 where <laughs> I get aroused at the thought of just smoking and playing Call of Duty in my apartment with my cats and my dog. Like to me, that's like the greatest thing night, I've ever had. Yeah. That's a good night. It's perfect. Like, I, like, you know, I, and on the case of alcohol, like I occasionally will, you know, me, me and Laura will watch a movie at night or we, we get into some kind of series or yeah. I might read a book and I may have me uh, a pour a bourbon or a Tito's and soda water. Yeah. And you know, I'll enjoy that. And that's fine. But I'll have like one to the mm -hmm. point where I feel pretty good. I got a little buzz and that's it. Like, I think you have self-control. Yeah. Self-control is key. You know, I know nowadays, like, just like with weed, I don't need to smoke, you know, seven blunts like we would do when we were younger. Yeah. I can, <laughs> you know, you can take one hit and you're fine. Yeah. But like same thing with alcohol, you can, you can have one or two drinks and be done. I think a lot of it is like, you know, when we were younger, the, the way drinking is set up socially is people will have like, they'll continuously drink. It's, it's for sport. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like who can drink the most. And it's like, you know, I, I used to go over to a friend's house back before I was really, you know, into fitness. I was kind of a delinquent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were like 17 years old and we'd buy a 30 pack of freaking Bud Light between the two of us and we'd finish it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was like and I look back at that and I'm like. I couldn't drink three or four beers now and feel good. <laughs> Not shit my pants, dude. Oh my yeah, God. We were going through them. We were doing like, you know, we were just doing shotgunning beers and shit. And like, yeah. and that that's what I think a lot of people get that in their head and they continue those trends all the way up until like their mid twenties. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever I think people start really seeing the effects on their weight gain and lifestyle. You, you can get away with it at 17. You know, I was with the friend group where we were uh, drinking Natty Ices and Evan Williams straight to try to get the job done as quick as we could. You know, it was just gross. It was just cheap high school bullshit, you know, but it's like, I feel like you have to go through that in life at some point when you can. Yeah. It's like, it's like, all right, man, that was seven, eight years ago. I don't have any desire to do that now, you know, because it's. I had, I, had a, I had a buddy named Craig, man back in uh, college and he was like one of the biggest kids in our, our freshman class in college but his way of getting drunk because he didn't like to drink is like we would buy sailor jerry oh. and uh he would pour up an entire full red solo cup of sailor jerry and then he'd chug it oh and then oh. he'd go out and he'd be oh. that, that oh, that's all he needed man he was good for the rest of the night like he was like i mean i would hope so put the whole thing down, chug it. He would take like a sip of Coke afterwards and he'd be like, all right, let's go. Craig, you savage. I could, dude, I could never. You know, this dude was like the epitome of fitness then. Like he was probably like one of the most in shape kids in my class. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I, I can't. I mean, I've got my, like, I've, it, but anyways, I just can't fathom doing that. Like just starting just with a 20 second pull and just that's where your evening begins. Like I've got a, I've got a friend who, when you could still get four loco golds, he would drink two of them at our pre-games, and then we would go out. And I'm like, how? 
you think of doing stuff like that now and it's just like i can't and then like how much that would affect my body now i'm like oh my god like i can't even i don't even want to think about it i'm too i'm too old for this at this point like the thing is i care too much about how my my training feels you know like if something i always think about that with each thing i do i'm like how is this going to affect my training the next day that's all that matters to me, truthfully. I think I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest thing people need to ask themselves when they're drinking. Like, if if it comes to the point and you're you're choosing between having another drink or feeling good the next day, you always need to go towards the feeling good the next day. For sure. Because if it's if it's skip getting into your next day and your next day afterwards and affecting that as far as your diet, your training, uh, your hydration, then you're you're going backwards. Yeah. Uh, and it, that's the thing is where people need to realize like. There's a limit where you can still have fun and control yourself and not go overboard. Yeah. So I think that's where we, you know, kind of leave this topic, you know, with something good for everybody to take home. Like how, like we kind of touched on it. What is the best approach if you're going to drink? Let's say in like a occasion setting where it's like a, a, a an event, a party, whatever it may be. Like what, what would your approach be as far as like alcohol choice? hydration yeah. food leading up to it kind of like what are your what would be the ideal situation if you're going to do for it me is i would make sure i finish all my meals for the day first off mm-hmm. uh, you know get all my food in probably digest that wait about an hour and then my my drinks of choice uh would either be tito's and soda mm-hmm. with lime and then of course you can add your mio or straight shots of tequila uh, I'm a big fan of straight shots of tequila. I think that's probably one of the, the most fun things I've done is I'll do straight shots of tequila and I'll have a like 16 ounces of water in between each shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do feel like water also helps to make you drunk faster. For sure. Um, so that's a good one. Or uh, if you are looking for something that's not as brutal as far as clear liquors, which I understand some people just can't handle that. Mm-hmm. I would go with like a hard seltzer. Yeah. Um, you know, high noon is probably one of my top choices now. It, yeah. It's pretty low calorie, um, low on sugar, which is what I'm looking for. And th- those would be my top three choices. Yeah. Yeah. I'm big on, I shoot Tito's. That's my go-to. Um, yeah. And no matter how long I take off of drinking, like I took, I drank on New Year's and then two days ago, and that's been it for the year. Um, even then, like I can shoot Tito's and be okay. Like it's just, so nice tito's please sponsor us but um i do tito's and then and then truly's like that's just kind of my go-to every time i go to like the times that i go to buy them it's like collecting pokemon cards because there are new flavors out and i'm just like holy shit that's, I, I haven't seen that yeah, before dude, they've got everything now they've got like lemonade flavors tea flavors dude uh, tropical Stri- fruits berry fruits the pineapple one bro are you kidding me right now I think like our, our favorite is a strawberry lemonade, dude. Yes, that they only they make those as just a box of those now because they're so popular. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Like a great strawberry lemonade seltzer on a hot day by the pool. I think that's like the go to. So it's, it's safe. It's effective for everybody. Um, you can still eat your meals around that, and I think you'll be fine. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think people need to learn to have fun and incorporate being a fucking human for sure into fitness. I, I think like you see all these people and they're like, don't drink alcohol at all. And it's like, okay, like yeah. if you're in prep under hundred percent agree for sure. But outside of prep, you know, th- create some memories, be it, be a damn human, you know, you've, you've got to have time for life and, yeah. and you don't have to do it all the time. Like, like Chris said, he does it four times a year. Yeah. 
like weddings too, like eating. your wedding. That was another one. Yeah. I just thought about that. Another weddings are a great time to drink. You know, if it's Christmas time with your family or Thanksgiving, um, somebody's birthday, that that's completely fine. But if you're just drinking recreationally every single weekend, it's probably something you need to address. It's reduce it like, and like everything, man. It's like a, a linear progression, right? So let's say you drink four weekends out of the month, cut it down to two, see what happens. If you improve and you like that, cool. And if if two weekends a month and you're you're still progressing and your physique goals at a rate that you're happy with works, that's your that's your version of balance. It's not my version of balance, but I'm not you and you're not me. So if it makes you happy, do it. And if that doesn't work and you're not happy, cut it down to one week in a month. And yes. if, that, if that doesn't make you happy, then cut it down to like every few weeks, right? And also, we have to look at like the cost of alcohol and going out and the food involved, like you're going to save a shitload of money too. Oh my God. Yeah. Drinks, drinks out of bars now. Like we, we went, me and Leanne Laura went to a concert in Nashville and we came to see you. Yeah. And uh, it was a Russ concert and mm -hmm. to buy a drink there was on average 15 to $20. Shit. Yeah. And like, it and takes it was like, what? And <laughs> that situation, dude, it would cost me $200 to get drunk. Cause like a, yeah. if a Michelob Ultra is $9, I am having to drink all of them. And like, also I don't really like beer anymore. Cause I just get the beer shits and it's gross. It feel nasty, man. Yeah. Beer in general, like, uh, it gives me like a bloated stomach feeling. Yeah. Like, I, just, I, I, feel like I just have like my gut whenever I drink beer. Yeah. Looks so, yeah, which I don't, I don't prefer. So, but that's the thing is like, I think a lot of people too, they go out and drink so much and then it leads to going out to eat afterwards, which I think is where the main fat gain is. Like you yeah. said, like your body is digesting that alcohol still. So in reality, you really can't digest that food you just ate. Yeah. So then you're most likely going to sleep on a full stomach of food and alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then you're wondering why you're gaining fat. Yeah. Yeah. What a... Whenever you did go out and drink, what was your preferred restaurant and what was the order that you would get? Um, let me see. It's a hard one. You know, you want me to go I would first? usually go get, I would usually go to like Jeff Ruby's or Tony's like a steakhouse. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking like, sorry. I'm talking when you go, when you would go out and get like shit housed, what like fast food establishment would you go to? Oh. Oh, like back in the yeah. day, day. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that there that would either be Taco Bell. Hell yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of Taco Bell, as most of you know. Me and Laura, like I, I don't know, maybe me and her this is only people that can digest Taco Bell well and get a positive response from it. But that yeah. that that brings back memories for me. It's usually what I went to get. Or there's a place in Lexington, most people may know. If you went to college around University of Kentucky, there's Tolly Ho, which okay. is basically this place that stays open all night and they serve everything from like burger and fries to like waffles and hash browns to like breakfast wraps like I'm, I'm telling you you can you can literally go to this place at 4 a.m and they're still open and you can literally order just about anything i i'm i already wanted to move to lexington but like i'm gonna pack up my shit right now i want to be there <laughs> um that's incredible I, I man so when i would when i would drink in like 2017 2018 with my with my little little fake ID and all that good shit. Um, I would go like I lived grew up in Knoxville, so we there was this you know the strip is what we called it where all the like the shitty bars were, and you had two choices: you either had Taco Bell or Cookout. 
and it would it, it was always a mixed bag but usually i'm also known for irish goodbyes anybody in my life knows this i'd love to say i'm sorry but it just happens we're like at a certain point i'm just like I need to go find food in a shower because that's all that matters to me. Like I'm very, when I get drunk, I'm primal about finding a bed and finding food. And that's all I give a shit about. So I just, I would just like stumble and wander down the street, end up at, like there's a couple times I actually walked through the cookout drive through. Um, also don't drink and drive, please. Cause that's something I like, won't do. Um, I've been Ubered to my parents' house many times. My mom's had to carry me in and she's not a large person. So but anyways, <laughs> so I go to cookout and I would get like, there were times like where I'd find the receipt in my pocket the next morning where I would buy like three trays, like three full, like big double trays and just inhale all of it. And that's a prime example. Like I would go and drink and then eat 4,000 calories of grease and then wake yeah. up the next day and be like, why am I so bloated? Like what? The I, would get so, I, I got pretty fat at one point in college doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it catches up. And and, I, and then I was like, holy shit, like, this was not good for me. But, you know, I would always, I was always one of those, when I was younger, I would use the excuse like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to grow right now. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and then you're just putting on a bunch of fat. The scale but, goes up the next day and you're like, yeah, dude, I gained two pounds of muscle. Look at that. <laughs> plus, I got to say, man, you guys must have had a really nice cookout. Because if you tried to, like, walk through the drive-thru at our cookout in Lexington, like, people get shot there. Oh, yeah, it's like. Which is crazy because it's like right next to like the college, you know, housing and apartments and stuff like that. But I don't know why the the cookout became like a hangout for like gang activity in Lexington, Kentucky. But it's like, yeah, if you want to go get rowdy, you go to cookout. That's the place to be, man, because this one didn't have a at the time didn't have you couldn't sit inside. You either had like a walk up like you could order like walk up and order or you'd like go through the drive through. And I think one time I was just really impatient because the line was too long. So I just stood in the, the drive through line because I was just, I don't know, I was reckless. I didn't really care, but I just really wanted my cookout tray and uh, my pineapple milkshake. That's all I cared about. Um, or Taco Bell. And that there, there's a video out there somewhere of me when the Nacho Del Grande fries came out of me just eating oh, them man. with my bare hands. Like Taco Bell is an ancient history for me. Like, I've loved it since I was a kid, but you know, I have, I have my order there and I, I think everybody has their order at Taco Bell. Yes. And uh, you know, mine has always been like a chicken quesadilla, uh, two to three hard shell tacos. Uh, and then I'll get like either one type of burrito or a cheesy gordita crunch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, I'll tell you what the cheesy bean and rice burrito. N- insane. One of my favorite things there. I'm more of a I'm more of a soft taco kind of guy, especially in the in that setting. If I'm if I'm inebriated, I'm not going to handle the the structural integrity of a hard shell taco very well. I'm looking to just like smush and shove in my mouth. That's kind of a efficiency thing for me. It's like a it's like I'm eating like a foster child. It's it's a race to see how much food I can get in my mouth as quick as I can. Gosh. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, so. those, are, those are kind of what you know. I used to do, but don't do that. I know we just discussed, you know, yeah, all this good food to you, but the the it's just it's self destructive to what you're trying to achieve. The the again it goes back to daily habits and everything else. The things that we just discussed and that we did, we looked our worst. So yeah, don't. That was the biggest thing. Is I I would always feel like shit the next day. I would go to the gym and I would get a horrible workout. Yeah, um, gained a lot of fat, which. Mm-hmm. 
I did this all before my first competition. So, you know, I had to actually work a lot fucking harder to get the weight off. I remember that the reason with me doing that, that is probably the reason I got up to two hours of cardio a day. Yeah. My first time competing. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying, guys. It's just, it's just recognizing, you know, the potential consequences of your actions. And if you're comfortable with them, so be it. We can't control that. But there's a more optimal, realistic way to approach this. If bodybuilding or competing matters as much as you say it does, alcohol can't matter that much anymore. Right. So, you know, that's the thing, man, is like, I, before I go to any prep or I, I plan on anything, I normally, you know, tell a lot of my friends ahead of time, like, Hey, I'm about to start this prep. Um, I won't be able to go out and to eat or anything. I won't be able to go out and have any drinks. And, you know, I, I you'll probably see me in about five to six months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And that's just how it is, you know, and I cut it out completely immediately and I don't have any desire to drink it. Yep. And that's whenever your biggest changes in your physique will be is whenever you decide to cut alcohol. So imagine if you cut it further away, even like in the off season, whenever I'm in a, a growth phase and I'm pushing any sort of gear, I do not drink. No, 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 please like, don't. That's the thing. That, that, that is a big thing for me is I want to make as much progress as possible with the least effect on my health. Yeah. So that's another thing I, I do want to point out is like, if you are using any type of anabolics, avoid alcohol. Please. It is not going to help you. Um, especially if you're running orals and things like that, because your body cannot digest the alcohol yeah. and that's going to cause severe damage. Your, your body's so, already in a stressed position as it is with the anabolics. So like, let's just not add more to it by choice. I think it's important that people know that because like I try to tell people growth phases, I do not drink much, um, you know, at all or at all. That's yeah. the thing. Same. Um, I do not drink at all. If I'm doing like a, a cut on a recomp and it's summertime, I may have a few drinks. Yeah. You know, if I'm, you know, just chilling or in health phase, I'm just chilling. But I try to make it very specific on those times when I do drink. And I think that's the most important thing is don't overdo it. Keep it simple. Make sure it's not sugary and yeah. be smart. Yeah. Be smart. That's really it. So, um, looks like we're coming to an end on this episode. Um, so again, like, like Tyler said, it's be smart and, you know, recognize your priorities and what matters more and actively support yourself in that. Uh, please don't drink and drive. That's just another thing I like to throw out there while we're on that topic. Um, and yeah, you know, we hope you guys all have a great, a great, wonderful 4th of July weekend. Um, and that's really it. We appreciate, we love you guys. Leave us a five-star review. We've gotten an incredible amount of feedback on all of this and we're we're super grateful for that it's like the coolest shit ever like i keep saying my imposter syndrome keeps being proven wrong about this which is pretty dope so awesome yeah <laughs> yeah do you have anything else you want to add no man uh yeah but if anybody ever has any questions about like alcohol or anything you're doing or wants tips on like how to drink better if you're, you're you're doing it as a general nutrition client feel free to ask us you know like yeah we've experienced it before i know what works i know what doesn't i can tell you exactly if you're doing something wrong so always feel free to reach out yeah we're real humans we're gonna we're gonna give you what we can as far as advice goes it's just a matter of you using it if you want that's what we're here yep. for so anyways we love you guys we appreciate you until next time uh and have a great day later all right